0: What's going on people, Jojo Cervides here, founder of the Hip Hop Orchestra, as well as the host of the Hip Hop Orchestra Presents Podcast. And I got a really exciting announcement to finally make with everyone, is that we have our very first official sponsor for the podcast. Now they are an amazing, amazing company called Elden's Vault, who are extremely dedicated in bringing you the very best in officially licensed merchandise from pop culture. And when I mean the very best, I mean the very best. They provide things like key rings, caps, t-shirts, to Funko Pops, to statues from all over, such as DC, Marvel, Disney, The Mandalorian, Harry Potter, music artists from all over the place. And they are ridiculously good. I've got a couple of things to show you on offer. But at the moment, this track of their stuff is amazing. So, t-shirts, like I mentioned, like that I'm wearing right now. It's got Rocky, right here which I absolutely love or like I said also got Funko pops as well 3.75 inches and 10 inches I've got a couple of 10 inches right here for you I've got Postmallow right here and I've also got Biggie right here who I absolutely love these are so sick Odin's trust me they are amazing now I'm going to leave the link below in the video right here and also in the description below as well in all future videos from the podcast. But trust me, Olden's Vault are amazing. Website is www.oldensvault.co.uk. Get in touch with them now and start buying ASAP. But also, before I forget as well, I just want to say the biggest, biggest thank you to Olden's Vault for sponsoring the podcast. It means the absolute world to me. Thank you. And trust me, get in touch with them right now. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. And peace. Cool. Oh, crap, star again. My god, what's going on, people? Welcome to the fifth episode of Hip Hop Orchestra Presents with Georgia Savides, and I am a complete donut because I actually forgot to call out a few people in my last episode. Um, so shout out to, to Sabina Fatosu, uh, Kofi aka DJ Funks, and Sebastian Lee now. On to this episode, I actually want to talk about a dream project of ours that actually fell through uh, four years ago. Now, I'm not going to mention the company we were working with, but I'm going to mention the story behind it, what event it was all about, and what exactly happened um, that not really anyone knows about, apart from a few personal people. Um, (coughs) So, as I mentioned a few times in previous episodes, I've given a TED Talk, and we performed at uh, madeville Studios for BBC One Extra and this was back in 2015 and following this we approached uh, this company um, saying that through the success of those performances that we actually want to take it further and expand on it and make it much bigger and they agreed. They actually wanted to help us out with it and help us bring it to life. And so, the project we had in mind was to, like we said, expand on the hip hop orchestra on those shows, but make it much bigger. And what you mean by, meant by bigger was a lot more members, so a much bigger and full size sort of symphony orchestra performing with a mixture of both um, established artists and some of the sort of the best up and coming artists. Because, as you know, um, or a lot of people know that. BBC, I think BBC Introducing, do a... wants to look, look out for every year, like BBC Introducing, I think they do every year, also some of the best up-and-coming artists to look out for per year. Um, so we approached the company with the idea, thinking we wanted to have a full-size orchestra, work with these, um, some art, some of the best up-and-coming and established artists, they agreed. Um, so once we had an initial meeting with them, we went home, myself and I was working with um, someone who I mentioned actually in my last episode, one of my best friends, Adam Kamenetsky, who worked at the time as a chair member for Sinfonia Temesa. Um We were gonna kind of combine both orchestras to make it much bigger. So what we did was we kind of sat down, discussed what artists we thought would work best with the orchestra. Um, had a huge list of both um, up-and-comers and established artists. I and mean, we put together a list of tracks that we thought would work really, really well and we can expand on with the orchestra. And um, once we've done that, agreed on everything, we also put together a sort of um, a budget list of how much it would cost to put together in, in terms of musicians, venues, that kind of thing, approached Art Council, went really far with that. And we also went back to this company saying that we've got this far with funding so far. These are the artists we want to work with, um and these are the kind of tracks that you want to work with and what do you feel about this? They loved what they loved the work ethic, they loved the artists that um we chose in their tracks. They said from now we'll we will um choose a date, choose a venue, we'll get in contact with these artists for you and come back to you with who we feel would be the best and who've also agreed um to be a part of the show and i'll give you a, a kind of like rundown who who we chose so people like um like lethal bizzle to skeptar to stormzy craig davy katie perry look Katie perry uh katie b mua masa Neo. you know like loads of different artists and um a little while later they came back to us say look we've got the venue which was originally meant to be at made of Old studios um not the um, studio we performed at, but the actual full size big venue, which was like a dream. Because um, I think I mentioned this in one of my episodes when I mentioned our uh, BBC One Extra sessions, where I actually walked around at really, uh, um, walked around the studio, I got there an hour early, and walked around everywhere. And I actually walked into the big studio and I said to myself, We're actually going to perform here one day because it was literally a dream uh, venue to perform in. And when they said that we were going to perform there in September of 2016, uh, my heart was like pounding so much. And um, they said that we were going to perform there in September. And we've got these artists so far. And those artists were Muramasa Masa, Naeo, KTB, Ella um, Air as well was one of them. And then a while after that, they actually confirmed that they had Craig David involved as well, which was like the best thing ever. Um it was amazing to, because obviously we're huge huge fans of all these artists but Craig David was like the man loved him still listening to his stuff now all the time um so they came back confirmed all those artists I think one more as well but I can't remember who it was now but um they confirmed all those artists they also confirmed in writing as well saying that we're going to promote help you with this event and we also wanted to get you filmed as well obviously for footage they'll to film it as well if we call it for us and so forth Now, if I tell you the amount of work that went into this um, event was ridiculous. I actually quit my job to focus on this, um, and I actually moved out. I got my own place at that time as well, so it wasn't the best decision, but I thought to myself that if I don't take this leap, don't take this risk now, and if it falls through because I've had to focus on work, then I would regret it for the rest of my life. So I took the plunge, quit my job to focus fully on this project because I believed in it so much and we were working with two people um, primarily at this company for this event, going back and forth with a million meetings and then a bit of bad news actually was that uh, they both ended up leaving, Uh, one left to go to Spotify at the time and the other one took a sabbatical um, which Kind of, well, kind of worried me at the start because how could they both leave at the same time? Obviously, that worried the hell out of me. But at the same time, it kind of worked in our favor because we had extra time to get everything in place. So what happened was these two people who were like, they basically, they were at the top of this company who we were working with at this time. They were like the heads of this company. They moved on, but they passed it on to someone else who was kind of equally as... Um, ready to take things on. He was equally as experienced in taking things on. So we worked with him for what for a few more months, and then he ended up. Li- I think he ended up leaving as well, and then passing on to someone else. Now the person. This is where things went downhill really, really quickly because the person that he passed it on to, she was I think the like the head of this company. Like she, she was there for like nineteen years at the time, and even though her credentials were incredible she worked with on like some of the biggest projects for the company um she was i found out after that she was a complete nightmare to work with because what well, we found out why because she basically took on the project this project and then she we had a meeting with her and we can tell that through her body language the way she spoke about this project that she didn't really care everyone before her was so excited for the project they were so excited they pushed it so far um but when we spoke with her it's like she didn't care and even though and we, even though i was still keeping positive about the whole thing um we found out about a week or two later that she she emailed me to say like we're not doing it no more she literally just dropped the whole project and this was a year and a half later after a shit ton of work we're involved in terms of getting all the members the venues rehearsals writing all the music out for full orchestra And we're talking about not just 10 15 20 members we're talking 50 plus members here now um it was just a nightmare and the reason i'm gonna go back a little bit now the reason why we found out she was a nightmare was because she's known to take on several projects and just drop them at, their, at the top of the hat and i spoke to the first one of my best friends um, who, who used to work at this company. I mentioned to him exactly what happened and he actually goes to me. He never swears ever. He's the calmest, nicest guy ever. I'm not going to mention any names for the time being, but um, I mentioned to him what happened and he went, she's the reason why I left the company in the first because of course, she's a fucking nightmare. She takes on these projects and just drops him. Um it was just a nightmare because not many people know about this thing because I haven't really mentioned it to a lot of people but to have your kind of dream project handed to you and confirmed for you to quit your job to focus on this project and then, and then just then for them to drop it was the worst feeling ever it was kind of a relief because they were like dragging on for so long, it was a relief in the sense of we finally knew where we were standing with it but at the same time um it was completely heartbreaking because this was a complete, this was a real dream project to work on and it was so much fun to do. They just dropped it. um. So after that, I I just stopped the orchestra for a while properly because we were kind of dropping other projects to work on this one, understandably, because it was such a huge project. We took on so much of this project and. People, I mentioned this in a different episode, I can't remember which one, but people don't realise how much work goes on behind the scenes. And I've mentioned this, I think, in my last episode, I think dyspraxia or number four, episode four, where if you're not putting a con, con, constant content, content out there, people think we're not working. And for these kinds of projects, a lot of projects, but uh, I do this thing sort of thing, but for these kind of projects, where you work with a major company and major events, they um, don't allow you to um, promote or put words out there just in case anything goes wrong, which happens here. So that's why a lot of the time we're not allowed to mention what we're doing or put anything out there because of contract reasons or documents, whatever it might be. But this was completely heartbreaking. So we stopped the orchestra for a while after that because it was just... I lost a lot for doing it and I realised how corrupt some people can be but then took a break from everything and things really came to life again but I just wanted to mention this project as well because as we know what's going on now with the coronavirus where a lot of people are kind of having work cancelled um, which is understandable and we everyone has to stay home but I just want to let you know like we're always here for you. And if ever you want to talk to anyone, we're always here as well for you to help out, wherever it might be. Also just to keep positive about everything because even though things are are scary at the moment, keep positive because things are going to work out for the better. And we realise that keeping positive and going through setback, keeping positive is a fantastic thing. No matter what happens in life, keep positive because setbacks will happen they always happen but it's how you deal with those setbacks that make you a better person so we've had like since this setback we've had some of the best memories ever like performing at major festivals working with major artists and so forth so things worked out for the better but that dream project still is a dream project that we'll still love to work with but it will happen so watch this space but In the meantime, take things easy, stay home, relax, do whatever you want at home, just keep positive and know that things are going to work out for the better and peace.